from the great outdoors of my backyard in the suburbs of Stone Mountain, Georgia, where we are still quarantined. It is the Five Takes Podcast. What's We're back up? again. I am joined, as always, by my still socially distant friend in stripes, Kristen Clark. Kristen, hey. uh, I presume you must be on at least episode five of Tiger King uh, by now. Uh. No, I wish I, I had to take a break. I'm telling you, I was getting, I feel like I was getting socially, you know, while we're on the subject, socially corrupted by, by that mustache. It was just, it was, <laughs> I was, I was, I was, I was, I was like having dreams, like the worst kind of waking nightmares about this thing. And Pretty I don't know, I, I'm, I, I don't know what everybody keeps blaming Carol Baskin for. I mean, I'm going to go hashtag Carol was right. I don't know. Yeah, I, I. Um, I just finished uh, episode six. I got I got one more to go, I believe, or episode seven. Whatever. I'm on, I'm on the last episode. I don't I don't want to give anything away, but I got to the point where um, you find out why Joe is in the position that he's state that he currently finds himself in. Right. Um. And uh, y- yeah, I mean, <laughs> Carol Wright probably, but also hashtag they're all batshit like. Oh, absolutely. Every single one of them. None of these people, none of these people are of sound mind. Otherwise, there wouldn't have been a juicy ass documentary to make. This this I feel like is going to negatively impact my life because uh my girlfriend has has been watching this and has uh, uh n- taken note of the fact that these people are able to get tigers for only 2 or 3,000. dollars And she's like, "Babe, we could totally afford that." And like, "No. No. We're not getting we're not a tiger." Doing that. Thing kind of blows my mind with this and um, a couple of the other documentaries, uh, like like Don't Fuck with Cats. If you haven't seen that one, binge that. Go ahead. You got nothing but time yeah. right now. Yeah, I never heard of these stories. Like these are all recent, developing over the past five, ten years. No, it's true. And I no, don't remember ever hearing about a man with a a, a tiger kingdom in suburbia, Oklahoma. <laughs> Ever. No, the only the only the only actual like um reference to it that I do remember is when they showed that clip of John Oliver. John Oliver. Of yeah. When, of when he was of when he was sort of quoting it on John Oliver. And that wasn't even like that wasn't even a whole bit on Joe Exotic. That was just a it was just a reference to him uh to compare him to something else that was going on. And I, I was like, Oh yeah, I guess I, I think I kind of remember that. But you're like, Yeah, where did this shit come from? No like they're like, wait a minute, why haven't I heard about these crazy ass people? Like the the Docky and Till guy, he's got like harem women, you know? <laughs> it's like what <laughs> his apprentices? Sure. Okay, fine. Anyway, moving right along. Yeah, moving right along. <laughs> Did you think we'd be so- here three, four weeks ago, <laughs> like talking about <laughs> coronavirus? Having a podcast and, discussing and, Tiger, and Tiger King? King, like if there was anywhere that I thought I would be, Glenn, it's it's not here. <laughs> it's not here. It's not doing this. Well, but it's not that bad. No, it, it's not. We we could we could all be much worse off than we are. I'm I'm very That's grateful right. to be just, where where I'm at. Yep, just like last week, just trying to provide a small amount of levity. Yep, precisely, and adapting adapting with the the times, and and much like some of the um, distilleries out there. Uh, whiskey makers, vodka makers out there who are adapting their uh, their businesses to stop producing the booze and start producing the hand sanitizer. Uh, I thought maybe this How week. How hard could it be? 
thought okay. maybe this oh. week we'd try a little adapting uh, of our own. Um, yep. Maybe take it off uh, soccer just for a minute um, and start talking about some things that um, have come up um, legislatively uh, in this past week that are going to impact a lot of people's lives, people like yeah. you and me. Uh, who right. are just kind of the everyday average uh, type person trying trying to deal with this and wondering about things of nature of like, how am I going to pay my mortgage? How am I going to take care of my kid? What help is out there for me? Um, there are a lot of things out there. It's really confusing. Um, so I thought maybe instead of doing five takes on uh, on soccer, we maybe we'd break it down five things about uh, uh this whole episodic yeah. journey, whatever you want to call it, that we're all on right now. Some useful information we could put out there for some people to help right. maybe take some stress cool. off some people's minds, ease some fears, because um, there's a lot of complicated yeah. stuff. Maybe we can break it down into easily digestible uh, bits this week. But yeah. um, that being said, uh, if, th- if anyone out there, um, if you guys got any ideas of what you might want to talk about uh the next time around whether it's pertaining to uh COVID-19 or soccer or or Tiger King um or any other binge-worthy docs out there uh please send them my way I love documentaries um let us know tweet at us five takes hit us up on on the Facebook five takes on the five stripes leave us a comment send us a tweet uh write us a letter they have our address is our address out there no don't write us a letter uh send us a tweet or a uh a yeah, little comment who writes letters <laughs> actually the only letters the only letters you hear about are the well-worded ones that you usually send in, in jest <laughs> actually so. my girlfriend is inside right now writing like dozens of letters that came up uh she came up with this idea of just writing little notes to all of our friends and our, our neighbors and uh just a, a a nice little way to um old school way of staying in touch with people during these times when uh, we have to stay apart. Gotcha. Yeah. That's who writes letters. That's true. Well, you know, this is a strange time. Strange times called for strange measures, watching documentaries about tigers and putting pen to paper. All right. First off, um, let's talk a little bit about um, legislation that was passed this week been in the works for about two weeks working its way through the senate and the house so the first um big thing is this relief package that was that was passed i'll run down a few of the bullet points for the parameters qualifications who's getting what how much and when so just so you guys just so everybody knows out there glenn has read this bill cover to cover line by (laughs) line all 50 pages he informed me that it was a very interesting read um, so I'm going to let him do the talking for most of this. Everything that I say is going to be opinion-based. Uh, everything he says is factual based on what he's read. Yeah, uh, it's coming. So everybody's aware of it's that. It's pretty much coming straight from the bill. I mean, there's, a, from the bill. there's a lot of, um, uh, there's some New York Times articles. There's some Forbes articles that you can read that kind of bullet point it. Because it's, bill language is not easy reading per se. Um, but here is what I've pulled out of it. So the first big thing is the one-time cash payment. So far, one-time cash payment. The Senate has adjourned until April 20th. They will reconvene on April 20th. You better believe at that point there's going to be some reevaluations going on, uh, much like Donald Trump announced today that, you know what, probably not going to have packed churches at Easter. 
probably a little unrealistic, and this is going to go till April yeah. 30th. Um, whatever, man. Uh, we kind of all all knew that. Um, but that's what that's what's going to happen. You're going to you're going to give it a few weeks. You're going to come back. You're going to see where the numbers are and you're going to see what the country, the states, counties, you know, the people are going to need at that point. We see how many cases we have. We see if the infection rate is slowing. God willing, it is. Hopefully we've peaked at that point that we've reached the apex of a lot of the curves. Um, and I say curves in plural because I'm looking at each state. That's kind of its own country. New York is going at its own rate. California is going at its own rate. Georgia is going at its own rate. We're all experiencing this at different speeds in different times. Um, but hopefully we start getting some good news by the end of April. But you can believe that the Senate is going to be looking at new legislation, new funding. We'll see what happens. But first up is um, individuals. So if you have filed your, your taxes for 2018 or 19, individuals are going to receive a payment of $1,200 if you make up to $75,000. If you make over $75,000, that payment starts to get phased out at a rate of $5 per every $100 you make over $75,000 up to $100,000. Once you make that much, you're not seeing anything. That's how the individuals work. This is based off of your latest tax return. So if you filed for 2019 and you didn't file just yesterday, <clears throat> like I did, uh, <laughs> you it's probably going to go off of your, your 2018 return and how much your AGI, your adjusted gross income, was reported. That's what the IRS is going to use. Um, this was the fastest, easiest, most efficient way for them to, for the government to get as much money as they can out to the most people as quickly as possible. Um, Steve Mnuchin, secretary treasurer has said that he wants payments in, in people's hands in three weeks. That would be remarkable speed if that happened. It would. I mean, unbelievably you know. fast for something as big and complex and involving every man, woman, and child in this country. That's fast. The last stimulus package under W uh, took about oh, eight-ish weeks to get everything out. A little yeah. different times back then. That was more yeah, of a circumstances. little... wasn't quite as yeah, crucial. That's right. Yeah. It's all hands on deck right now. And this isn't a stimulus package. I mean, we can call it that if we want. This is emergency yeah. relief. Last stimulus yeah. package was a true stimulus package in that they were hoping people were going to go out and buy TVs. That's not going to happen this time. You're going to pay rent. That's right. They're going to save it. The economy. Exactly. Right. This is, and truly, all this is, this is a credit against your 2020 return. So, um, you true. can you can think about it as a 1,200 tax credit that you're getting, a bit early. Yeah, and we'll and uh, and in regards to that, uh, once we once we move on to our next take, because I have an I, I I know what we're going to talk about. I have a comment. Don't let me forget about okay. that. I have a comment based on that when we get to the next okay. take. Sure. So continue. Okay. Um, then the next uh, group that I want to talk about is if you're if you're filing head of household, you can get the um, twelve hundred dollar payment up to one hundred and twelve thousand five hundred dollars reported income for eighteen or nineteen. If you if you filed nineteen like. Back in February, they're 
they're going to use that, especially if you've already gotten your return back, they're most certainly going to use your 2019 return. Like I said, if you just filed recently, I, I'm not 100% sure where you are in the system and if the IRS is going to use your 18 or 19 return. The Which good thing... Why your payment may take a little bit longer. That's right. And also, in talking of speed and how quick you can get this money, if you have been someone who's filed pretty regularly uh, over the last few years, and even more so if you've filed uh, electronically and online, which I think most people do at, at this point, 2020, um, and you've opted to receive a direct deposit uh, into your bank account for your return, that's really going to speed up the process of what you're, of when you can expect this payment to come. Uh, electronic is just faster than mailing a check. Um, so it, that, that will certainly help things. You need to make sure that you, know, you haven't had any change in your bank account, 18, 19, 20, because if the IRS looks up your account, and you've switched banks or, or something has happened, they can't deposit that money then. So you're looking at a couple extra weeks then for them to actually mail you a check instead. The payment will come. It's going to get a bit lost in the shuffle a little bit. So if uh, and even if you're someone who has like a retiree, zero to no tax liability at all, file. File your 1040EZ. Make sure the IRS, I, I know some people don't want government in their business. You want government in your business right now because you want this money. Um, and if you're, yeah, that's, if you're. That's what it is exactly. If you want the money, yeah. you're going to have to give up some information. Ma make sure your information to is up to date. With the government. Yes. Make sure your information is up to date. If you have changed your address, go to irs.gov, fill out a change of address form. Make sure your shit is up to date. If you are one of those people out there that is concerned about this payment that's coming of $1,200 and what that could mean for your credit for 2020, and you feel okay about your finances, invest it. Take the money and just invest it. If you don't need it to go out and buy groceries and you're well off, God bless you. Great. Wonderful. Um, take the money and invest it. Uh, I don't profess to be a financial advisor and an expert, but put it in the market now. Market's down. Always good to buy low. So the next part is families. Uh, if you're filing jointly, you can uh, receive $2,400, making up to 150000 Again, phased out at the same rate, $5 per every $100 over that, which would take you up to about 200000 before you're receiving nothing. And also $500 per child under 17. So all told, um, this is going to cost the country somewhere around $300 billion. Thereabouts. Um, and like I said, there's no such thing as free money. We will, as a country, this, this will be dealt with at a later time. And where this money comes from, who we're borrowing it from, like, we'll deal with all that later. For right now, this, is, hoping this is coming. <laughs> and not to jump in there, Glenn, but I, yeah. I'm just certainly hoping that by the time we do have to, you know, this, I don't want to say it comes back around to bite us because that's not really how it is. This is how we need this now. No fit, no ifs, ands, or buts. We'll have to deal with whatever consequences are later. I'm just hoping that there is a probably a, I'm just hoping that there is a more qualified and hopefully a different person of better sound and mind 
in the White House to deal with the situation when it arises. Your lips to God's ears. So uh, sticking on me while I just adjust my choir robes. (laughs) Sticking on the money trail. There are a few other things um, that the bill provides that you can do to, to help yourself. And this may not pertain to as many people. But if you are someone who has saved a little bit of money away and you have a 401k or a retirement account like an IRA or Roth IRA, anytime you withdraw money early from that account, if you're not at retirement age, 67 and beyond, you have to pay taxes on that, which you'll have to pay no no matter what at some point. Death and taxes only turn things in life. Um, But there's also a 10% penalty. That has been waived on withdrawals up to $100,000. So um, if, if it should be a last resort for you, you don't want to be um, mortgaging your future, so to speak, and, and pulling from a retirement account. Um, but if you have to, you are allowed to pull up up to $100,000. You still have to pay taxes on that. However, you can avoid paying the taxes on it if the money that you take out is returned in three years. You do not have to pay taxes on that withdrawal if you put it back, the amount you took out, in three years. If it isn't returned, you are allowed to spread those taxes that you owe out over three years. So you have those two that's, options. Yeah, that's a, that's probably a good thing uh, for the people that find themselves in in somewhat desperate need to be able to do that at least. And not necessarily going actually down that road. But at least they're making some sort of concessions for that, like waiving the penalty and things yeah. of that nature. I have a feeling that there's going to be a lot more of those types of concessions that will be made um, for different types of, you know, loans and uh, penalties and all sorts of different financial yep. pitfalls all over the place during this whole crisis. Yep. There's some special provisions for, for loans that we'll jump into here in a second, too. Um, the last part uh, as it pertains to retirement accounts, and this is for our 70 plus audience out there. We know you're there. Um, <laughs> if, if you're over 70 and you have one of these accounts, an IRA or a 401k, you are forced to withdraw a minimum amount every year once you're of that age. That has also been waived right now because it would really suck to have to be forced to pull money out of your account when the market is so severely down. Hopefully we get through this quickly. The market comes back up. Your your value of your account gets a little more stable, close to where it was, if not back right to where it was. And then you can resume those payments. All that has been waived for the time being. So the the other thing, um, as, it, as it pertains to, um, I forgot to mention it, with the... Uh, one-time sum that, that's coming, 1200 2400 or $3,400. Um, that income is not taxable because it is a credit. It is a credit against your 2020 return. You do not report this as income. It's good information, actually. Yeah, no, it's it is. Good it's good news. Right, which I'm just going to go ahead and jump into my comment. Remember I told you to remind me of my comment? Sure, go ahead. When, when you file for unemployment, you are which which people in our industry ladies and gentlemen out there wondering we glenn and i both work in the entertainment film and television industry uh we often file for unemployment when we are between jobs when we're between movies and television shows once they wrap 
we usually we can find ourselves sometimes you know days weeks or even months hopefully not in between uh without work yeah we're used to this quarantine business (laughs) yeah yeah it's a it's a it's a it's a self-imposed quarantine simply down this road all of our savings um so we're so yeah i don't want to consider myself to be an authority on the subject i've just filed enough times to know what the pages look like and and different you know boxes that need to be checked specifically the one pertaining to whether or not you want taxes taken out of your unemployment checks uh, normally, in normal circumstances, and every other time I have done so, I have checked that box to make sure that I have the taxes taken out because I don't ever like to owe the government any money. I need, I like to make sure that they just give me a nice big chunk of change uh, back at the end of every year. I never want to owe anything. It's just how I am. However, this is a different time. And a year from now, we may know so many more things than we know now. Personally, I am not going to check that box this time. I want all my money. I want I want whatever money I am entitled to, and I want all of it. I have absolutely no intention of having taxes taken out of that money right now. I have a feeling, call it a gut, but I have a feeling that they are going to make some sort of, I don't know, concessions when it comes to, when it comes to this, come this time next year. I don't think that they're going to they're going to have they're not going to waive it. They're not going to say No, they're oh, never going to waive taxes. Untaxable. But I have a feeling that there will be um I'll just say let's just say there'll be literature on this whole thing. Everything that's happening during this crisis. I'm using big wild hand motions all of you out there in Radio Land. All of this that's happening right now, nobody knows truly. This is uncharted territory. Nobody truly knows how all of this is going to get handled. If I owe a little bit next year on my 2020 taxes, when all that I'm, I'm, then fine. I'll figure that out later. This will be the one time that I have to pay some money. Fine, but I want all my money right now. I want to keep my electricity on. I want to keep my mortgage paid. I want to keep gas in my car for when I have to. No, that, have then to that's fine. Out. Everybody's, you know, you got to find yourself in different situations. If you feel more comfortable getting that money up front take it you know take it yeah um so that's all i'm saying i'm saying as, as a comment to, to what we were saying before yeah, I understand. about how nobody really knows how this whole thing is going to get handled people are you know you know different situations are making concessions because of this crisis that we're in so right now i'm going to take all my money maybe next year there will be literature uh, to describe how to treat uh, unemployment insurance during this time who knows fair enough um uh, let's well right right before we jump into the the unemployment benefit, which is the next big thing that's changed, and is probably the biggest thing that's gonna really float people for the next few months getting through this thing, is um, one last thing in regards to the the lump sum payment. If you are one of those people out there that have not filed for 2019 or 2018, first of all, go ahead and file. Just do it as quickly as you possibly can. It it'll probably still go through it'll help you you should do that you should do that but if you haven't for one reason or another the irs may use your social security statement for 2019 to see how much your employer or employers have contributed and then calculate the amount you will receive that way that is possible that will result in delays you're not going to get your money in three weeks that way i promise you be lucky if you see it in five to eight weeks so if you are able Go on irs.gov, go to TaxLayer, file the 1040EZ, 
um, especially if you're just an individual who does not have an LLC or an S corp and isn't itemizing deductions, get on, file this thing, get your money. So unemployment, that's the, that's really the big thing here. That's going to really, um, get people through the next four months, which is how long this extension for emergency benefits, uh, through unemployment goes. And this covers the entire country, every state, every person, it's expanded greatly from what unemployment typically is. So here's the gist of it. It's an extra $600 per week for four months. That's $600 on top of what each state already pays out. For example, Georgia pays $330 maximum per week. Add 600, $930 per week before taxes. If you're like Kristen and you want that money up front, that's what you're going to get. If you're like me and you want to pay your taxes up front, you're going to pay at 10% for federal and 6% for state. So you're looking take home after taxes, 780 a week. Multiply that by four weeks, 3,120 per, uh, per month. And you can get by on that. And that is per individual not per household. So two adults in the same household can apply. The other thing that this, it expands is to gig workers were generally left out of this. Your Uber drivers, shop teeth, whatever that's out there. They can now apply for unemployment. It kind of pertains to a lot of the industry people in our field, whether that's stagehands or work in traditional film and television. We can all apply and you get that extra $600 per week. You can make that work if you have to. The idea I is that- so. I think the average person would be able to make $930 a week, or the, just the 600, even just the 600 if you don't qualify for the full, the full boat. Right. I would hope so. I would certainly hope that it would help. You know, it pays, it pays two, three bills. You the, know? the thought is that if you're making 75,000 or less and then, you know, up to 100,000 that that kind of it, it, if you do the math it kind of makes you whole you're kind of making that much a week with your unemployment benefits um and and you can right. you can make that work plus getting that that one time payment which when the senate comes back april 20th could turn into two payments not sure yet like you were saying nobody really knows how this is going to go we don't know where the numbers are going to take us. We don't know <clears throat> what the infection rate is, is going to be weeks from now. We'll, we'll have to see. But right now, this is what's been passed based on the data on hand. And it's, it's really not that bad. So when you're filing unemployment, um, if you've done it before, you're going to file. And I can only speak for Georgia. Um, you're going to file like you normally would. If you're filing right now, you go on to Georgia Department of Labor's website and there's some there's some new boxes to tick, some new steps to take. The big change in filing is that if you've lost work due to COVID-19, you don't have to complete what's called the, the weekly job search where you have to document um, your job search activity. You have each week in Georgia, you have to um show proof that you've contacted three different employers and the means by which you contacted them and the results 
that's been taken away if you tick that box that says, yeah, I lost my job to COVID-19. You can't do a job search. We can't do a job search. There are no shows in town. There's no jobs to be had. So that's a big thing that's different. Hey, this is Glenn jumping in real quick. Just a point of clarification as it pertains to um, your unemployment benefits and claiming those each week. You do not have to do the job search work end of it, but you do still need to certify each week because the unemployment office needs to know uh, whether or not you are working again yet. So just clearing that up. And as you might imagine, websites having all sorts of problems. It's happening countrywide. Look, That's right. if, if it's crashing Be during the patient. day, I highly recommend getting on at about 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, right about now, and going through the process. It's really not the, that painful. I actually did have to make a physical phone call to the Georgia Unemployment Office, one of one of them, and they were they were very cordial. Um, they did the best they could to answer my question. And the biggest thing is try to be a little bit patient. They are absolutely, as you might imagine, absolutely completely overwhelmed and inundated with um, with processing claims. It is just taking five times, ten times as long to process all the claims. And that is they because they are having me, five to ten times the amount of people that's right. filing. They simply told me, try to just be patient with us. Give us another week. You'll still be able to claim the week prior. Um, exactly. Just just try to be a little bit patient. Give us, a, give us as much time as you possibly can. Um, I was advised to wait um, six days from the day that I claimed. Um, so they, yeah. And then I, and then I thank them very much, uh, for their service and for being there and, 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 and they are providing a service and it's stressful for them too. This is stressful for everybody, for those filing. It's a, it's a stressful thing. And, and the right. people trying to f- get your file through it's stressful for them too. They got a job to do too. And their job is to help people and they genuinely want to help people and, right. and they're so just don't inundated. Don't call up and be a dick. Don't call up and be a dick. No, just you be know? nice. Just be like, look, yeah. Just be like, Hey, my, I, I'm having an issue. And they'll do their best to resolve it. And hopefully it's just as simple as they haven't processed your claim yet. Yep. Just yet. And, and know that if you go through the process online and you, and you complete it and you get that confirmation number, screenshot that, save the confirmation number, write it down, you're good. You're good from that date you have claimed. It will take a couple weeks probably, maybe slightly longer because of the special nature of what's going on. But you will be back paid, back to that date that you filed. And... It's also going to take them even longer now to, because we have, unfortunately, in this state and a lot of southern states, have antiquated systems uh, when it comes to uh, paying out unemployment benefits. So now the office, the state office, has to take on adjusting their systems to allow for this $600 extra payment. It's not as easy as just plugging in $600. Meanwhile, all the while, They've got new cases by the thousands, by the tens of thousands coming in on a weekly basis. It's a lot to process. So like Kristen's saying, be cool, baby. Just just yeah. if you have yeah, a problem, call. If you don't get through, try call again. Try to ask a friend. Maybe re-listen to this podcast. You'll you will be you will be all right. Go to the Department of Labor's website for your state. For us, it's dol.georgia.gov. Click individual to file an unemployment and then file an un- unemployment insurance claim. So at the top of the page, you'll see, you know, individual. Click that and then click on file an unemployment insurance claim. It's very easy. It's really not that painful. You just need some information about 
who your last employer or employers was, uh, their address, phone number, and the, you know, the rate of pay you were getting. It's really, really not and, that bad. And everything that you need to file, everybody, all of that information is online. If you don't have your recent, most recent pay stub, you know where you worked. Look it up on the inter- Look it up on the internet. Find the address and the phone number for the main office. You can even Google if you work at Target, for instance. You can Google Target unemployment information, and there is a link for that. All of the information that you need is on there. Be a little bit sourceful, and you can find the information that you need, and you will get paid. Yep, and I and I promise you, us being in the entertainment business, having ten plus employers sometimes on a year, it's vastly more difficult for us to file. Uh, than it is maybe for the typical W-2 worker who has a single employer or maybe two, you know? Uh, so you'll you'll be all right. Um, like I said, this expands to a lot of different people, gig workers and what have you. Um, the, the only people who kind of are ineligible are let's, if you're a new entrant into the workforce um, because obviously you haven't paid anything in. So you can't really seek those benefits if you haven't paid into the system. However, if you are over 17 and no one claims you as a dependent, you can still be eligible for that stimulus check, at least. You would have to be over 17, and um, you could still qualify for that at least. But if you're a new entrant into the workforce, like you're looking for your first job, you're not going to get unemployment. You haven't paid anything in yet. If you are already receiving benefits, um, you're still eligible f- for this increase. It's kind of going to happen automatically. It's not going to happen overnight. Department of Labor's website's got to get updated, so just give it time. But those benefits will come. Um, and this, unlike the stimulus package, is reported as income. So that could potentially make you ineligible for some other programs that you might be on. Check on that. Check. Just make sure with your income threshold levels that you're good but it is reported as income. So the other big item is small businesses. This probably doesn't pertain to a whole lot of people out there, but if you are someone who has a small business, an LLC with 500 or less employees, $350 billion in loans have been made. And these are partially forgivable loans. So any of the portion of the loan that an employer would use to make, uh, that they would go and apply for, if you use that loan, to maintain your payroll, um, pay interest on a mortgage, use it for rent or utilities, that can be forgiven as long as your employees are staying on through the end of June and you are then using those funds for those items that I just outlined. You can, that loan is just, it's, the amount is just forgiven. It's gone. It's like you never had it. It's free money. Um, businesses can rehire employees who were laid off since February 1st. So basically, any losses that you've incurred, employee or otherwise, through this COVID-19 business, you have an option there. And the hope with that is that it'll keep some people off unemployment. If a business can get a free loan and keep their employees paid, maybe that alleviates some of the strain on the, on the unemployment system. That's the hope anyhow. And there's also $10 billion in emergency grants. You can apply for that as well if you own a small business, up to $10,000 to cover like immediate operation expenses that you have like right now. 
And if you apply for one of those loans, it can be converted into a long-term loan with a crazy low interest rate if you're in a geographic disaster zone, uh, which right now, it's going to eventually be every state in the country, but right now it's like New York, Washington, uh, Louisiana, New Orleans, places like that that have declared an emergency. Uh, the other thing that pertains probably to a lot of people is student loans. Um, employers can provide up to $5,250 in tax-free student loan repayment benefits. If you're an employer out there, it's tax-free if you want to help your employees out. I think Starbucks does it. Uh, yeah. And workers, here's the big kicker for that and with a big benefit for workers, if your employer graciously decides to do this, you don't have to report that as income. It's just a payment to your loan. It doesn't go against when you're filing taxes, which is massive. And see, that's what I'm saying is that I'm, I'm guessing that it's uh, I'm guessing because, you know, what do I know about accounting or finance or politics? You know, really anything other than soccer, which is what this podcast <laughs> is supposed to be about. But anyway, um, I'm guessing, like I said, that's a perfect example of different concessions, as I keep calling them, different sorts of, you know, different types of concessions that are going to be made over the crisis. You know, they're going to say, hey, wait. You paid your employees for three extra weeks like they did for some of the film, films in this business. Hey, we're going to give you a big tax break on that. We're going to give you twice as much tax break on that as we were going, you know, you would have originally if you had just filed for insurance. And instead, we're going to give you a big tax break because you did something as a company that was, you know, out of the quote unquote kindness of your heart. So that's what I'm saying. That's another example of of. You know, we, we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. This, is, this is still uncharted territory. It's great that some of these things are happening, but we just don't know everything that's going to happen yet. Nope. And also, if you do have a student loan, all those payments and interest have been deferred through September 30th. So if you've got a student loan out there, it's federally backed. You do not have to make those payments, and you're not going to be hit with a penalty. Like, you've got to catch up with all these payments and extra interest up until September 30th. Um. Yeah. And students who drop out of school as a result of this whole mess, um, um, they would not have that time away from school deducted from their lifetime limits on subsidized loans and Pell Grant eligibility for that. Also, if uh, you've already received any grants or financial aid for your schooling, you do not have to pay that back, even if you have been forced to drop out of school because of this. You don't have to pay that money back to the government. Private loans, that's a whole different matter. You got to call up your lender. Same thing with mortgages and rents. If you've got a mortgage or a rent that's held by Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, you can have those payments and interest deferred anywhere from 30 to 90 days. If it's not, you, you kind of need, there's, I, I've heard lots of stories about landlords and different loan offices working with people. Talk to your office, Yeah. talk to your call landlord. Up. See Call what's everybody up, see what's going to hey, happen. I'm, I'm struggling here, just like everybody else. Yep. What are you guys trying to do to help out the people that are literally keeping your business alive? That's right. You know, and you have a loan, you have a business because we have loans through you. How are you going to help us? Yep. And keep in mind, this is really good for renters and homeowners, less so for landlords and property managers, mortgage companies who have to make a living too. So be nice. Be nice when you're talking That's to these right. people too, because they're stressed. If you're not paying your mortgage and rent. They're not making any money either. And right now, the bill doesn't offer much help to the real estate industry. Probably going to see something later down the road. Like you were saying, we don't That's know right. what the landscape's going to be. Probably on April 20th, I think the Senate and the House is going to have to address the, the real estate industry. 
or otherwise it's going to mm-hmm. come crashing down if you have uh, almost a full year of people not paying rents and mortgages that's going to get real ugly yeah. real fast or for that matter if you have a giant portion of the country that is all of a sudden being evicted or having foreclosures right i mean think about that oh think about that we're going to find it's ourselves so messy. Back where we were double-edged sword like you want people on the streets oh, yeah. or you want people not making money eventually everybody's going to be made whole so just in the meantime be respectful of everybody around you know that everybody's going through a hard time if you're going through a hard That's time, right. I guarantee you the person you're asking help for from is also having yeah. a hard time. Even if they're not That's letting right. on that they are, trust me, they are. Yes, that wonderful woman that I talked to at the unemployment office, she still has to probably go home to, to her family or to, or to anyone. Yeah, that that's what I'm saying. She has her own problems too, and she treated me with respect and with courtesy and I appreciated that, so I gave it right back. It's, it is just the only small amount of thing that you can offer to another person right now is kindness. And it goes just so far. Kind. It goes so far. You see, if, you, you know, if, you're see, if you're walking in your neighborhood, and maybe you don't know all your neighbors like I do in mine, but if you're just walking or if you see a car, wave to them. Wave to them. Just a little nod, even. Just a little, yeah, hey, a six how foot, are you? I'm Get out you. your tape measure. I'm with you. Make sure yeah. it's six feet away. Give yeah. them a little wave. But you good? You. But just a little, yeah, just a little nod to say, hey, I'm here with you too. Yeah. We're all in this. That's right. And it, it goes it goes so far just to say, hey, brother, hey, sister, how you doing? That's, that's all you got to do. It really is that simple. It'll go further than anything else you can do. You, you don't know what a small gesture, how big that can be yeah. to someone else. It, it really can be massive. I'm talking about just being nice to somebody at the grocery store. Help somebody put a card away. It's the small things that add up. Yeah. Um, and then don't forget to wipe down the cart with the Lysol wipe after you touch it. Also that. Um, so <laughs> the last, the very last point I'll make um, for my fiscally conservative friends out there who are concerned about this $2 trillion and where it's going and are we going to mess this up like we did back in 2008 and bailing out banks and big business and corporations. There are some better things about this bill. Um, that kind of act as a bit as a safety net for that. So you're going to get $58 billion if we're just going to take one industry, for example, the airlines. $58 billion has been set apart for the airliners, but a portion of that has been set aside for the workers, which is what this bill is supposed to focus on, the workers. It's been set aside for wages, salaries, and benefits. $25 billion for passenger carriers, Four billion for cargo carriers and three billion for airline contractors. Also, thankfully, stock buybacks are banned for the term of the loan plus one year. What that means is a company can't get this big loan and then buy back their stocks that are crazy low right now and make buku bucks. Good, because that would be bullshit. And the other piece of information that Kristen will be so happy to hear. The uh, Trump businesses, his hotels, chains, casinos, et cetera, et cetera, are all prohibited from receiving any of this money. Well, thank Jesus. <laughs> Democrats snuck that in. And Trump did not object. I cannot believe he didn't object to any of this. He got no funding for the wall. And there's any there's actually some money in there endowed for the, the arts as well. The Kennedy Center and a few other things. He signed it. He's happy with it. He's fine with it. 
I don't presume to know anything about what that man is actually thinking. But the only thing I can imagine is maybe someone is holding a metaphorical gun to his head and said, look, this is literally going to kill this country. Yeah. Give them the money. Pretty much. I think orange carroted idiot. I think he, I think he knows that because the economy has been um, been his thing. It's been up when what he's run on and um, it's election year and no president wants to go into uh november with a down economy and people not being able to um meet their basic obligations he would he would lose and um personally i don't care what his motivations are i care about people getting what they need so they're they're not their mental health isn't just like destroyed over constant worrying of whether or not they're going to be able to stay in their house and feed their kids which people are still going to do anyway yeah so at the very least, try to send some people a little bit of hope. That's right. That's right. That's exactly right. We're not getting it from him. We're not getting hope from him. No. We're getting hope from the stimulus package. We're getting a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, if you want to send your, your thank you letters to Chuck Schumer and Bernie Sanders for the unemployment increase, those were the kind of the two guys that were spearheading uh, that yeah. whole effort. Yeah. So, uh, 45 had nothing to do with that. No, not not really I, he signed I, I don't it. think he had any i don't think he really had anything worthwhile to do with damn near any of this other than not acting quickly enough but we won't go there no we won't so i'm kind of gonna end it there i think we've hit all the the major points i hope it's kind of been helpful um if you have any questions about any of those points tweet at us i'll do my best to answer it for you i don't profess to be an expert but i have a decent understanding of of what's going on right now and um national and global economics um i'll give my last little opinion um and and then i'll I'll leave it at that um if you are if you are a person that is fortunate enough right now to have a little bit of cash on hand if you've got the liquidity man now's a great time to put money into the market it's impossible to predict the bottom you you can't do that with the market you don't know is it it's at twenty one thousand today the dow is it going to be at 18 the next day? Who knows? You don't know. But it's I do know that it's always good to buy low because you're going to make money on the return. Buy smart. Put things in, into, into diverse accounts. IRAs are great. Roth IRAs are great. They grow tax deferred. If you're going to buy stocks in individual companies, stick with blue chip stocks. Stick with tried and true Microsoft, Apple, Walmart, you know, the, the AAA companies with good balance sheets, those companies aren't going anywhere. Disney. Disney was trading at like half its value. It's not going anywhere. Disney isn't going to shutter their parks. It's a great buy right now. They will come back. This isn't a financial crisis. This is a health crisis. None of these businesses had problems prior to this. This isn't like the 2008 recession where banks made terrible decisions. This is a little bit different. So if you find yourself in the position where you've got a little bit of money, it's it's a great time. It's a great time to do it if you can do it. And that's all I got. Oh, that's all. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> just kidding. Kristen is already kidding. tucked into bed. She just pulled the sheet up over. Have, I'm not lying. Yeah. If you guys could see I this, a, I have my uh, I have my snuggle um, bear and. Uh, and I've 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 plugged in the phone. I've turned off the light. I am officially in. I am I am snucked in, uh, t- snuggled in. 
Well, uh, no, but this is this and everything that we've everything that we've talked about, everything that actually pertains to any legitimate information, which is all that we were sort of trying to provide tonight. All of this information can be found on the internet. Look for look through legitimate sources. Yep. Go to uh, go to the New York know, Times. Go to Forbes. Go to the Washington right. Post. Um, go to NPR. Great go source. Go to the official websites. Go to the official government websites to find this information out too. Yeah, you can go to uh, Congress.gov you know, if you want to read the whole bill. It's right. there. You can read it word for yeah. word if you want to. Um, That's right. But those are those are the major points for individuals. You're getting up to twelve hundred dollars if you've made under seventy five thousand. Up to ninety nine, you're going to get twenty four hundred for families. If you've made up to one fifty. Or up to one ninety nine, it'll be phased out five hundred dollars per child, and the unemployment benefits are being increased countrywide, statewide, right. to just about everybody by six hundred dollars a week. That six hundred dollars is on top of what each state, and each state is different, pays out. That's right. Some help is coming. Yes, we Some will pay is, for help it. Help is coming. We will pay for it later. We will figure that out. For right now, for now, you're gonna buy some groceries. It. Take it. Yep. Take the help and be kind to everyone. Yes. Be kind. Be well. We will see you uh, in a week or so. Next week. Yeah. Next week. All right, everybody. Thank you.